alongside Evan Williamson today, and it is 5 o'clock, and that means it's time for No Marks Allowed. No guest this week uh, in the studio. We have one lined up, but some complications happen. So Broadcasters are very busy. Yep. And so I wonder how we can make this show. Had somebody get a little busy, that's okay. Evan and I can, can hold it down like we have been. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening. Whatever, whatever you are listening to this podcast, or here live on the radio in Macomb. If you're listening live out of the radio in Macomb, I do want to remind you that you can listen to this show. If you miss any of it, if you have to get out of your car and you're you're forced to leave your vehicle, or the internet or goes phone, out, or your phone dies, or the internet goes out, and you go, "Oh no, what will I ever do without my no marks allowed?" Well. When the internet comes back, you are saved because the No Marks Allowed podcast can be found most places that podcasts are a thing, including something that I don't know the name of, and Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, CastBox coming never. That's going to be a meme <laughs> now. And I think there's something else. But anyway. It's on TuneIn. Tune in, twi- tune in, tune in twice. So you can listen to TuneIn On Demand as well as listen to the dog on TuneIn. So it is on TuneIn. So you can find it a lot of different places. And Evan, do we, do we still have international listeners? Uh, yeah, last time I checked, we still had 2% from Ecuador and 2% from... Or not... I don't remember. Was it Ecuador? Yeah. Okay, 2% from Ecuador and 2% from Canada. So 95% from the U.S. So thank you to our inter- international listeners and the 1% of listener who's from space, apparently. I think that 1% is us. Oh. Well, at least it's only 1% instead of 4%. Well, the 1% is horrible. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. So let's get things started this week really quickly with the random and the rumors. Evan? Yeah, so I... Did not know this at all. Celeste Bonin, um, formerly known as Caitlin from WWE, uh, just won the first ever Slam Force Africa Africa Women's Championship. So apparently, there's a independent scene in South Africa, and she has become the first women's champion. So congratulations to her. That was something interesting. I think they've been planning this for a while because I like looked back at some of their like tweets and Instagrams and photos, and they've been been uh, teasing this for a while. That said, you know. Even when uh, she was going, I believe as far back as uh, the uh, May Young Classic, maybe or whenever she she no, it was um, the Raw reunion. Um, they said that she was going to be at the Raw reunion, but catch her, you know, October whatever twenty seventh, when she she tries out to become the first Slam Force Africa Women's Champion. So that's what happened. So congratulations to her. Interesting to know that there's. I mean, I, we should have known, but, you know, you typically only hear from about, you know, Britain, Japan, Mexico, as far as, you know. America. Uh, well, America, we're in America. All right. And Evan, you have another random rumor. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get to this a little bit more later, but. Well, actually, this isn't really random rumor. This is fact. Yeah, it's a random fact, but. um. Just so you know, like, and the other thing is, was fact also. These, just because they're in the random rumors thing doesn't necessarily mean they're not real. Anyway, um, we're going to get to this more later, but history is going to be made tomorrow night, or afternoon, actually. 
for the first time ever, a women's match will be held in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. It'll be Lacey Evans taking on Natalia. As of right now, that's what's going to happen. So that's really exciting. Good for them. History being made. Makes it a little bit more stomachable that the uh, WWE is still doing business. Yeah. And let's hope it goes well and there's not a riot. Um, another th- uh, I, I guess we can move on to this is technically random since we don't really talk about Impact much yeah so Impact is just uh, debuted on Access TV I believe last night I believe this was their first official show I'm not sure if it was live or not because I don't know if the, the tapings work um, Sammy Callahan has won the Impact uh, the TNA World Heavyweight Championship from uh What's his face? Johnny Cage? Chris Cage? He's the big guy that... The big bodybuilder. Brian Cage. Brian Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage is a character from Mortal Kombat. That, I thought it sounded familiar. Um, in a steel cage match. And then after the match, Tessa Blanchard showed up so and got into Sammy Callahan's face. So apparently they're going to continue that little rivalry. So that can be very exciting. Little, uh, well, that's been carrying TNA for like a year. Um... Another interesting thing before we get back to some more impact, uh, Rikishi recently did an uh, did an interview and um, he gave a very famous his finisher the stink face. He gave a very very famous one to Vince McMahon, and apparently uh, he said in the interview, I thought this was really funny. Oh, the one from the Kiss My Butt Club. Yeah. Um. Before before they went out, uh, Vince said, "Hey, I hope you washed your, you know what today, but." And the, yeah, I hope you wash your butt today. Just because it's called the stink face doesn't mean my butt stinks. It was Rikishi's reply, <laughs> and then they w- walked out to the ring. So I thought that I thought that was really funny. And he also, um, he I actually was, remember that because that was like one of the ones. Like you know, I didn't really watch wrestling a lot when I was young, but that was one of the things. You know, while I was flipping through channels, you know, I saw that, and you know, saw the Rock getting a bunch of different people coming out to for him to kiss the butt. And in the and like there was thing, Trish Stratus who was like. Really good looking. In the Wrestling Inc. Uh, podcast interview that he did, one of the other really funny things was he talks about the big the big thongs that he would wear when he'd do it. He had three different ones. One that he wore all the time for people he hated. One that he wore a couple of times for like regular matches. And then one like that was like brand new if he actually liked the guy that he was wrestling <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so do you not like a lot of people? <laughs> I don't know. It was so that was that was really really funny. Um, all right, and then, then another note for Impact: they continue to do this zombie thing that I don't know about much nor care about. But you sent me a video that was weird and creepy and strange, and then two guys hit on a dead person. I don't know. Oh, she's not on. dead anymore. Uh, 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 so, dead so Sue kinda. Young is the her gimmick, her persona is the undead bride, and it has been for a number of years. Um, we never got a chance to actually talk about this. I really want to talk about this sometime about uh, the, how they killed off Allie from Impact so she can go to AEW, and how Sue Young was the one that did it with the uh, Freddy Krueger glove, and like they literally murdered her on television to get her off. You remember this? No. You don't remember this? No. I thought I showed you the video. Well, there's no need to look it up now. You can do it later. But anyway, apparently this is TNA's, uh, TNA Impact's thing because 
Young has been out for I don't know how long, but apparently, like, she's been off TV since uh, Jessica Havoc hung her. And, like, and, like the, ca- the caption of that video is, like, did Jessica Havoc just kill uh, Young? So, they like that murder trope, apparently, in Impact, which is bold for them. Anyway, I'm guessing, like, I don't even know if this was a part of the show, or if this was, like, something special for their their website or their premium, you know, like, WWE Network type thing. They have the Impact Plus. Um, They showed Young waking up, which happened at the end of the, uh, the other video, which was where she supposedly died, and... They sh- they pan out and show her watching it and she looks like a regular girl, a regular person. And there's these two guys, I assume they're tag team partners. She walks by them and she's like, hi, how are you guys? And he's like, this is even, she's like, they're like, suit, suit, suit. He's like, this is even creepier than before, which is kind of true. So I have no idea what's coming. She's going by Susie now, apparently. So it's, I don't know, it'll be interesting. She is no longer undead, apparently. Yeah, I just I just looked up that video. Uh, mark another thing up into really stupid. By the way, just mark another impact storyline into dumb, and I'm not interested. Oh yeah, I I thought we talked about it a couple times. Maybe we didn't, or maybe we did, and we just didn't. You just don't remember. It's very possible. Yes, very, very possible. We've but, slept uh, a couple times since then. Yeah, no, yeah, that not for me, thank you. Um, I don't know who watches Impact anymore, but it, it is something. if they like it, I, that I, I get no. But I will, I, I will say that the use of music was good because, like, I never, I like, I had no connection to the characters whatsoever because I don't watch Impact a lot. But the music, like, I almost cried because, like, just like it seemed like it seemed like, oh no, she, 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 <laughs> she just died. Could you? Do that on TV? Apparently. I mean, was uh, it doesn't really say whether it was on their service or on their show because they run an ad for their service on top of, like, everything? It was probably for the show because I think this was before that. Because I think, I mean, they had, like, the Global Force thing. But So then they did that on television. Yeah, like Pursuit or something or Twitch. They might have been a Twitch thing. This is still against the terms of service on Twitch. I mean, I mean, I mean, WWE's done pretty bad things. They've never killed anybody. What? I was just gonna <laughs> say, well, they never showed Imp- anyone dying. They never implied murder, or if they did, they well, I guess they implied murder. Well, Paul Bear. Well, he was like they said, like the next night, like he was fine. Like they actually showed him getting taken off the stretcher. Unless you're talking about the time when he got locked in a meat locker. Or the freezer. Well, I was talking about the concrete. No, they 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 made it. Everybody knew it was fine. Well, and then they tried to kill Vince. Well, that was his. <laughs> or he Vince faked his own death. I still, you know, I just wonder what I've always wondered, like what the you know what the end game for that was supposed to be. That would have been interesting. I did too. What was really funny is um. So when they when they kayfabe killed Vince, I remember Triple H did an interview about this. When they kayfabe, when they kayfabe killed Vince, they like quit having him at the office. Like he like sat home like out of sight until he was gonna come back. Mm-hmm. And like I think uh, they think they said Donald Trump even called. Yeah, you. like 
Trump and a bunch of other people called and were like, "Oh my God, is Vince okay? Did he really die?" And Triple H said he was shocked by the no- by the volume of people that called. A lot of people at the show called it. the cops and everything, like called the cops and the fire department, like called nine one one at the show. Well, I mean. I, I'll admit that I thought it was real because, you know, they did a tribute thing. I was like, there's no way this isn't real. I mean, I should have known, but. You're also younger then. Yeah, I was like in seventh grade. Seventh, eighth grade. So, anyway. So that's it for the random and the rumors, unless you got anything else. Nah. Let's, <laughs> let's dive into Raw. I actually want to start with uh, the, the last topic that I have written here. Oh, you wait. You mean the crown jewel match? Wait, what? The last top, huh? Oh, wait, no, do you uh, mean on the raw slide? Yeah, on the oh, raw oh, slide. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I got, I got confused for a second. Um, oh, you want to start with the end of raw? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, well, the end of well, Monday Night Raw. Well, was before this, do we need wait. to do a backstory? No, a we've bit talked of... about this enough. Okay. Um, before the end of Monday Night Raw on Monday. Um, the main event segment of the night. Yeah, right? the main event segment was a edition of King's Court that they called Divorce Court, which is really funny because Jerry Lawler is really good at that. Because he's like, it's just something about King, huh? Larry King, you know. <laughs> and I and I'm really disappointed that they didn't make a joke about Larry King or <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler and all his wives. They probably um, did on commentary. I think I heard something. So. Anyway, so it is divorce court because it's Rusev and Lana face to face, and it's bad. And um, it, uh. so basically, they come out, and then Lana says that Rusev is a sex addict, and lists all the places that they've done it. Which I've been privy to some of those conversations before. They're not fun. And and yeah, she. She lists that, which is which is weird for national TV. Uh, and then what? Well, was you it? know, you oh. know, they wanted to be edgy and how more to be edgy. You know, if AEW's way of being edgy is flipping everybody off, you know, every time. <laughs> and then she said that the only thing Rusev wanted is to have a child. And then Jerry Lawler went, "Wait a minute! So you cheated on Rusev because he wants." too much sex and wanted to have a kid? Because you didn't want to have a child? Like, like, what? And then Lana just stands there for a second and goes, <sighs> No, that's not No, it. that's not it. Uh, Rusev uh, cheated on me. As what? Though, <laughs> as though Lana went, This is working. This writing makes no sense. He cheated on me. What? <laughs> Who told you? What? Who told you? Bobby Lashley. And oh, yeah, so you're going to listen to Bobby Lashley. I see what. <laughs> yes, I listened to Bobby Lashley. I was like, huh? And then Bobby Lashley comes out and they have a fight. And for some reason, so at the beginning of this, you know, Rusev was like, you know, like always had his wedding ring on. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, you know. Oh, yeah, this was weird. Like, you know, he was saying, like, it doesn't matter, you know, all this stuff is happening. I still love you and stuff. Then this happens, and, you know, obviously there was a misunderstanding as far as the cheating goes. By the way, we'll get a little bit to that in a second. I want to finish this lot first. So then he takes off his ring and then shoves it down, shoves it in Lashley's mouth, which is disturbing. 
And then there was, you know, kinder sticks and um, a yeah, couple Lana's low blows. Lana, and then uh, they make, La- made Lana, up. Lana whacked Rusev with a kendo stick like four times and Rusev didn't care. And then Bobby Lashley hits him in the junk once and Rusev's like, well, I'm paralyzed in pain. Have you never been kicked? <laughs> well, yeah, I've been hit in a jewelry before, but I don't get how taking five whacks from a kendo stick does nothing but a guy hits you in the junk and you're like, oh, I am paralyzed for 20 minutes. Well, we can do a test. I'll hit, I'll hit you over the head with something and then I'll kick you and just see which one hurts worse. <laughs> I'd rather do that the other way around. Thank you. Okay, so I'll kick you first and then hit you in the head. No, we <laughs> do that to you. Um... Yeah, that oh, that was bad. Uh, but apparently, it's been getting r- r- five million views on over five million views on YouTube. Stop watching it on YouTube, please. I don't People, stop it. So this is going. But like I said about the weird thing about you know saying you cheated on me. He's like, what? It was like, well, then kayfabe said that he. I'm did. like, I'm like, you did. You when you came back as a heel for one day, you came back as the the baby daddy of Maria. And then the next week you saved Seth Rollins and became a a face. And that's when this whole weird thing with with Lashley and Lana happened. And by the way, another thing that doesn't make sense. If Lana didn't like how they were, you know, doing it everywhere. Why wish there had been so many segments of her and Lashley doing it everywhere? <laughs> because their creative sucks. Their their creative team is awful, and Vince is old and senile and can't write anymore. If he ever could, I mean, it's co- it's comedically bad. Like I've been watching it a couple times because it's just so bad. It's like the room. It's like so bad. It's good. <laughs> but like, like honestly, uh, so I feel like this is Vince's way of replacing the Maria thing. Because I feel like the Mike and Maria Canales storyline, they're just going to wipe out of the rug and never talk about it again. Apparently it never happened because Rusev was taken aback when she accused him of cheating on him. What? (laughs) Oh, that was... uh... As I yawn, unfortunately. Sorry, guys. Um, Let's get into the other parts of Raw. Yeah, let's, we'll go from the ending to the opening of the what show. What is Carolina Catalina? We'll get to that. <laughs> let's get to that now. All right. Um, the um, Andrade faced Sin Cara, right? Maybe. I think it was Sin Cara. I felt terrible for like three hours on Monday night and took a nap. I was awake I for the final like, hour and a half of Raw. <laughs> I had a terrible three hours last night. It wasn't a, that bad of a Raw. <laughs> the first what? hour was pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, the first... Th- anyway. It was half hour. Um, so, you know, Selena Vega is um, Andrade's business associate? Yeah. Spokesperson or something? Business associate on camera, I think. Yeah. Um... So, and she cost Sincara the match last week, the week before last. So, uh, Sincara brought in somebody else, and they called her two different oh, names. Oh, that's right. They okay. called her two different names. I they, know the segment. They called her Catalina, and then, it, like, I think on the uh, on the uh, lower third, it mm-hmm. said Carolina. So, 
Um, and she wore a mask. And she's actually um, doing uh, doing loops right now for NXT. So she's an NXT signee. Oh, really? Yeah, Catalina Garcia. I thought hmm. I told you this. She's from Chile. Um, it looks pretty good without the mask, actually. Um, but, um, yeah, so she's already on Raw, and pr- I'm pretty sure that they're going to do uh, her versus Selena next week. So is wow. that's impressive. Why yeah. you sound disappointed with that? Cause uh, I don't know. Zelina Vega is good. I mean, she's been wrestling for years and just doesn't get the chance. Maybe I'll give her a chance then. Catalina, you just saw what she did on Monday. Yeah, I know. But like, you can't give a segment. You can give a segment to them, but you can't get a segment to anybody else. Was it last week's show that had zero women's matches? So, like, if you only have one or two a week... Yeah, but remember, that was because the, all of their roster is SmackDown people, and they had to, and they were in Australia. And Becky Lynch was representing WWE at some women's summit. Speaking of Becky Lynch, she faced off against the newly heel for no reason. Or, not no reason, but uh, kind of out of nowhere, I guess is what I meant there. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I didn't... I was a little late. So I didn't catch the beginning of this, so I didn't catch the segment. I ended up watching this later. So they officially turned heel by turning on Paige. And by the way, Kairi Sane has the best evil laugh. She needs to keep laughing. Um, and then uh, Asuka spit the green mist in Paige's face. So that relationship is done. And uh, it was a, a decent ma- Like, I didn't think it. I mean, I thought it could have been better. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a little bit clunky, but as far as, like, you know, all the near falls and stuff, I thought it was a good match. I thought they, like, you know, it was the beginning was a bit rough, but I think towards the end it was really good, and I would love to see more from them. And uh, um, I ov- obviously Becky Lynch is planning on taking on Asuka soon because she says that she still has a debt that she needs to collect, which I assume is from that Royal Rumble or from... Whatever happened the week before last when they were tag teaming. Do you think that that's where they send EO? Hmm? Do you think they make a trio eventually in the the next few months? EO, Asuka, and Kairi Sane? I think EO stays in NXT for a while. But if she, if there's, if this is still a thing, yeah, definitely. I would even say that it's more likely that EO and Kairi end up staying together longer and Asuka will eventually be booted out. I think Asuka sh- should be off on her own. That'll probably be what happened. That will probably be what happens. But eventually, yeah. I mean, I think Kairi Singh could, can also be on her own. Well, yeah, but, I do too. But I just, I, I like, you know, giving them, giving them time together. Because I just love the characters and the personas. And I'm still waiting for Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to actually pay off. Yeah. Well, Nikki Cross is the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Champion. They, I, they've got to be pulling the trigger on that, right? I still think it's too early. It's been months. I know, but they wait. They made. They wasted their opportunity. It has to be like you know. Oh, their best friend. Like, if you want a like a heartbreaking reaction, you have to wait just a bit longer. Because I told you, like, um, before Extreme Rules, 
like you know like you could see like the conflict between on Nikki's face you know like she was like she was like oh I want to be a friend you know like she's trying to do like everything you know to impress her friend yeah you know it's like hanging out with her like you know really wants to be friends with her and like doing so like even like supporting some of the things that she does even though she doesn't really agree with it yeah and she's like you know you could see it on her face that would have been good time to pull the trigger because then you would feel for her now you don't really have that but you might have that later that's why I say you need to play the longer game on this one. Well, for WWE, this is a decently long game at this point. I mean, like just at this point, now this is longer than they wait for half their stuff. I mean, they would need to tease it a bit before they do it. Well, yeah. And plus, Bailey just turned heel, so I think that they should continue that. Also, Falls Count Anywhere match. Yes. like Between th- Seth Rollins and Eric Rowan for no reason at all. Yeah, three, what is it, three days before the Falls Count Anywhere match at, in Saudi Arabia? Still don't understand why saying this match can't be stopped for any reason. Why is Falls Count Anywhere more brutal than Hell in a Cell? Would still really like to know that. Because they already did Hell in a Cell. Because they can't have Hell in a Cell probably in Saudi Arabia. They need to get rid of the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Why? Because it makes them rush to give you two Hell in a Cell matches that suck. The Becky Lynch one wasn't bad. Well, yeah. Becky Lynch and Sasha was okay, but... That one should have been the only one in Hell in a Cell. I think that they need to save Hell in a Cell for special feuds, and they need to, like, get rid of it. Like, all of the stipulation pay-per-views. Money in the Bank is different. But TLC, um, Extreme Rules, and Hell in a Cell all need to go away. So what do you have to take their place? Elimination Chamber is kind of different at this point. Just, I don't know. Um, when's Hell in a Cell October? Um, Bring back Halloween the, Havoc. What was the, yeah, I was going to say, what was the, w, the CW one called? Halloween Havoc. Um, December to Dismember. Oh, that was terrible. Well. That was their worst pay-per-view in the history of professional wrestling. Okay, fine. Then what was, um, what was WCW's December one called? Starcade. Chaos? Starcade. Starcade. Okay, Starcade. There you go. And then, what I say? TLC? Which? Or no, wait, no. Um, uh, uh, Extreme Rules. That's in June. So, Great American Bash. I would love the Great American Bash. There you go. I just solved for you. I think Elimination Chamber is different because you that that's not like a match type. Well, it is. Well, I know, but it's different than a Hell in a Cell or Extreme Rules or a TLC. Because there's more people. Right, because it's a multi-man and... And they're always put hard. together randomly anyway. It, it would be hard to do that organically. It would be really hard to make that the payoff to a feud. It's and impossible. Same thing with Money in the Bank. It would be impossible because they always have random people in it. So it's not like a payoff feud thing. I mean, technically, if you built up six people all in a feud together. But it has to be around a championship. Right, but that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it would be impossible to make that feudish. So, you know, I think those should all go away. Because, like... Next pay-per-view is when you can do Hell in a Cell for Rollins and Next pay-per-view is Survivor Series. Yeah. Survive Hell Survivor Series is going to be Raw vs. SmackDown. Right, I know that. But I'm saying, okay, fine. Then the pay-per-view after that. 
than Starcade. Whatever. I'm just saying. I think it's freaking ridiculous. But anyway, um, Falls kind of anywhere match on Raw. Seth Rollins and Eric Rowan. The Fiend did not appear, which I was kind of surprised. Well, he is on SmackDown. Yeah, but still, he's in a feud with Rollins. They did this before the other draft. Um, also, uh, Rollins won, right? Yeah, by using a forklift, which apparently we've seen before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, we saw right. before in halftime heat, and I didn't realize it. I saw a picture. Apparently, there was a match with Dean Ambrose like a few years ago yeah. where this happened also. So huh. it's happened multiple times. Yeah, um, Seth Rollins won because he didn't operate the forklifts himself. He well, he well, you have to be you have to be licensed <laughs> to work those. Some poor fellow remember and threw him onto the you know forklift. you know there, there there's signs everywhere. You have yeah, to I know. you're required. You be imprisoned for that. He kidnapped some poor fellow and threw him on and said, "You run this forklift and press down on this guy." And then Eric Rowan was just sitting there and uh, or was just laying there crushed beneath the terrible weight of the wooden pallet. Well, I don't think it was too heavy. It's just he couldn't get up. That was the joke. Oh. Because he was, like, trembling and shaking and, like, <laughs> I'm dying. Well, he was trembling trying to get out. <laughs> and then Rollins stood on top of the thing, one, two, three, and then walked away. And that was the end of the second hour of Raw. Which I kind of thought that would be main event, not the Rusev Lana crap. But, hey, apparently you win some, you lose some, and Monday night, there was a couple of losers. I didn't really like the, the Rowan Rollins thing because it once again makes no sense and it doesn't further anything and it's really dumb. Especially to have it literally before you have a false count anywhere match. Yeah, three days later. Which, you know, I mean, some matches, you know, it's some sometimes they do this and they do like little like little preview type matches that aren't that aren't exactly like like um, if there's going to be a TLC match at, uh, at TLC. They might have like a tables match like a week before, something like that. But it's not like they're having a TLC match. Or how about like the four 10 man battle royals that they do on every show in, in the month and a half before the Royal Rumble? Yeah. To but they don't do the exact same match with a different person. So, once again, terrible booking. Speaking of terrible booking, I'm, I'm trying to think of anything else. Is that it for Raw for you? I can't think of anything else. I mean, there was random team-ups with... Uh, we. Uh, well, here's something. I have no idea if Natalia and Charlotte are face or heel or not. They, Wait, they did Charlotte turned again? She turned against Becky when she got drafted to Raw. Er, wait, sorry. Okay, what? <laughs> I don't even... What is Charlotte? Is she a heel? I have no idea what she is. Uh, she was healed, then she was getting beat up by Bailey. Bailey's now heel. That made Charlotte a face by proxy, I guess. And then she's starting to be cheered more. I've been trying to figure this out for months. Um, uh, N- uh, Natalia's doing doing bad things. Like she's she's beating people up even after the bell. Even though she was beating up a fa- a heel. I was just going to say, wait a minute. I thought Charlotte was involved in the Bailey turn. Well, but, and then you said it. I And then, like, uh, she attacked Becky on Raw, which by proxy would make her heel. I don't know. I don't even know. They were facing the Iconics, who did not get mic time. 
which is disappointing. They're great on the mic. Paige headed back to the Iconics. Paige was never with the Iconics. Well, they constantly made references to her having some relationship to Peyton Royce and tell, what's the other one? Like, Billy Kay. I don't recall. Yeah, they did that a lot when she first went out with the, uh, not went out, when she first signed up with the Kabuki Warriors. They did a lot of No, that. I think that was because like the whole reason for the Kabuki Warriors was to take out the Iconics. Oh, uh, don't forget that awesome Team Hogan, Team Flair segment. Which was the only decent thing it featured was a um, a match. Um, Ricochet, who did Ricochet face? Drew McIntyre. Ricochet and Drew McIntyre, which wasn't bad. I honestly don't remember what happened. Ricochet either won or was going to win and then got RKO'd. Oh, yeah. And he like got RKO'd on his head. Yeah. Like in the very good selling. Oh, and I know what the other thing was. Sorry for the yawns. I'm kind of tired. Yeah, <laughs> um, been... I know what the other thing was. I was going to say. Um, one, they continued to do the thing with the Alistair Black, where he's like, "Come say hello and knock on the door." It's like, dude, you know where the ring is. And the other one was, um, what's his uh, uh the cruiserweight Humberto Carrillo. Yeah, he had a good match with AJ Styles. Yeah, they they gave Carrillo another match. His first one was with Seth Rollins last week, or was that the week before? That was last week. Last week he had a match with Seth Rollins. This week a solid match with AJ Styles. So, I mean, if they're trying to make Humberto Carrillo look good without, like, giving him a win, which is kind of odd. I mean, remember, Andrade started out, you know, with a couple great matches and see where he is now. Yeah, but... uh, yeah, see where he is now, not in any title picture. Um, but you know what? But I think it's I mean, good for them. Let's just hope he goes the way of Andrade. Well, a little better than Andrade, but let's hope he doesn't go the way of Cedric Alexander, who is now can't win, basically. Oh, and let's not forget the Viking Raiders beating up the Chicago Cubs. That, that was really dumb. So basically, in case you missed it, two guys in Cubs jerseys, they were in St. Louis. A guy in a Rizzo and Bryant jersey that didn't have the right numbers on them. And they got the crap beaten out of them by the Viking Raiders. Which is which looked kind of stupid. I mean, it's a squash, and I guess you're trying to do something different with a squash, but it was pretty dumb. So yeah, I, I I didn't really like it. Although I you know you you probably won't be surprised by that, because as you always say, I don't like anything. Nope. You don't appreciate entertainment. <laughs> okay. Um. Let's move on to the. Um, what's the opposite of this? What's the opposite of what? The. Paper bag graphite? What? Crown jewel? What would be the oppo- the direct opposite of crown jewel? Paper paper crown zirconium? Cubic zirconium? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Paper cubic zirconium. There you go. Paper hat cubic zirconium. On to paper hat cubic... Actually, you know what? They should call it that. It's a great name. Just call it paper hat cubic zirconia. Um, or, uh, Zirconium or Zirconia? Zirconium. Zirconia is where they get it. Okay. 
Um, that's not true, by the way. <laughs> that was a joke. But anyway, Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Arida. R- R- it's not. This one's not in Jeddah. Ridia. Riha. Ridia. Ridia. I don't know. My Middle Eastern is a little off. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we will do will and shoulds for Saudi Arabia. So I guess we will start with Riyadh. Riyadh. Oh, Riyadh. There we go. Okay. Okay. Um. That's where all the crown jewels have been, right? And then Greatest Royal Rumble is in Jeddah. It's at King Saud University Stadium. So let's just go through this. And the first man, well, well. And there'll we'll, be some things that we can't hmm. even discuss. Like, won't, we'll just, you know. We'll go through this in what could be some kind of order because um, the card is not put in uh, in any correct order. So let's go first, uh, Mansoor versus Cesaro. I think uh, it's obvious that, well, I think Mansoor will win. I'm just not sure he should. Maybe he should because they're in, like, his home country of Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'll say Mansoor should win. Because I feel like Mansoor should win um, for the purpose of it is his home country. But I think Cesaro will wind up winning because what does does WWE borderline famous for? Losing in hometowns? Yep. But Mansoor did win last time, last year. Or was it last year or was it early this year? So he's due. No, he won uh, in uh, uh, the the last crown rule. Oh, he's due to lose. Uh, another match on the card, the tag team turmoil match, which might have surprises. This thing is huge. The, the new it's day, the biggest. It's billed as the biggest tag team turmoil. Well, match. there's like twenty people. Exactly. The new day, the OC, the revival, the Viking Raiders, Heavy Machinery, Hawkins and Ryder, the Lucha House Party, Ziggler and Rude, and the B Team, all facing together for the tag team titles. There's not a title match, is it? Doesn't I thought it was. No, it's just to prove who's the best tag team in the world. Oh, my God. So then we can deal with that for another year. Who's Shane McMahon teaming with? <laughs> Daniel Bryan? <laughs> All right. Who do you think will and should win this mess of every tag team on the roster? I think a team that is not on that list will win. I don't know who, but I just think somebody that's Will not. it involve Shane McMahon? Probably not. Okay. Um, Tim, uh, I think the New Day should win. Why? I don't know. I just think uh, give them something. You know. You know. To me, the Viking Raiders have to win this. Like they. I mean, I think they'll be taken out by somebody else and start a rivalry with somebody. Mm, Unless it's. Unless it's the OC? I just think that, I mean, I think... uh, I don't really like any option for the Viking Raiders not winning. The New Day have a tag team title match this Friday, (laughs) though, right? I just think they need to give Kofi something for putting Lesnar over. I... 
Yeah. I'm going to say the Viking Raiders will and should. Because, I mean, honestly, like, you're trying to build them up as a really good tag team. They are the champions. Well, you know, they beat the crap out of the Chicago Cubs. I think you can't get more over than that. Well, uh, everybody did that in the month of September in real life, so... <laughs> <laughs> the first ever match, the first ever female match in the country of Saudi Arabia. Are they going to make them wear the things? Probably, which is fine. Natalia versus Lacey Evans in the never-ending feud. I think La- I have no idea and I don't care. I think Lacey Evans should win. And I'm, you know, Mr. Optimistic. I don't think the match happens. I think the government steps in and stops it. Like, legit. Like, I think somebody will complain and be like, oh, we're sorry. Yeah, but they would have cleared it to begin with. Still. I mean, like, to get to this point, they would have. There's a lot of, you know, we can clear a lot of things, and then somebody, you know, pushes back and says, oh, we we don't want to do this. See, I don't think it happens either. Because I think maybe the government clears it, but there's, like, a riot. I don't because think, they're see, weird. See, I think the people are fine. Like the people with it's the government that has the problem. Because when religion runs the government, it only means bad things. As far as the who should win, I have examples. No <laughs> examples: the medieval times, uh, the Pharisees. Um. <laughs> I don't. Is there a Saudi girl wrestler that they're training? I I I don't know who she. I think they have an is is Israeli and or a Jordanian. It's like like with this one, it's hey look here's a match that we did so that we can have girls on the card. Yay! Well, they were coming over anyway. So, speaking of which, it's been a couple weeks since Alexa Bliss. I wonder if she's hurt. Nah, they're probably just doing that thing where they take marketable people off television. So yeah, I I, I guess I'm just going to agree with you and say Lacey should win because overall she should have a higher standing than Natalia, but God, I don't care. I really don't. I couldn't give a less of a crap about that match. It will be interesting to see how they run it, though. Like, uh, like I don't think uh, Lacey Evans' gimmick would work very well in the Middle East. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> So we'll see what happens. Um, I, 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 I mean, I don't think it will happen, but I, uh, but I really hope it does, and I hope that this is a start of something big. I oh, mean, yeah, it'd be absolutely fantastic. Will it? I agree with you that it won't. I don't know how they're not going to do it, but I feel like it won't happen. I feel like there's going to be some some pushback or something. I don't know. Um, let's see. What have we gone through? Uh, here we go. Uh, Team Hogan versus Team Flair. Oh boy. I'm literally writing, I don't care for this. Well, I mean, it's a glorified house show. So, um, who are the, let's break this down. Who are the people in on the teams? Oh, actually, wait a minute. Ricochet is on one of those teams, right? Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, you're ne- looking at it. Never mind. Uh, then that team should win. Hang on. Fill time. Well, you know. Crown Jewel is this Thursday. It's just Halloween, which I think it's on Thursday because, you know, Friday Night Smackdown. And, you know, the traveling schedule is going to be completely terrible because they left, I think, yesterday to head to Saudi Arabia. They have to leave right after the event to get to wherever Smackdown is being held. Okay, time filling is done. Um, So, the captain of 
Team Hogan is, R- is Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, yes. On that roster with him is Rusev, Ricochet, Chad Gable. Shorty G. No. And <laughs> Mustafa Ali. The Team Flair is Randy Orton. Wow, Randy Orton teamed up with Ric Flair. Who saw that coming? Uh, b- b- King Corbin, Bobby Lashley, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, Hogan will and should win because Ricochet is involved. Well, that's bias. Was it better? I mean, nice voice crack, me. Um, it's better <laughs> than me writing, I don't give a crap. <laughs> I mean, it's a prediction, at least. What are the feuds going on right now in that besides, so McIntyre, Ricochet. Yep. Uh, uh, Rusev, Rusev Lashley, Lashley, which I think Rusev and Lashley will take them, take each other out. King Corbin and Chad Shorty Gable. G. I'll jump over this desk. <laughs> Chad Gable. Did you, see his, did you see his gear that he wore on Friday? No. It was like a basketball jersey and like shorts. and. <sighs> Why hasn't he quit yet? Does he like money? No, apparently like he likes this idea. Apparently he got like a lot of it from the Miz. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Vince said he was too serious. Well, darn you, Miz. Vince said he was being too he was too serious and he wanted him to lighten up a bit. Why so serious? Um I think uh Yeah, I think uh Team Hogan will and should win and Shorty G will get the victory. <laughs> is it an elimination match or is it first fall? I think it's elimination. Or the whole thing gets thrown out and we get a surprise main event between Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. That's what I prediction. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. That just when means your pay-per-view ratings start to slide. <laughs> well, it is a Thursday. That would be horrible. Thursday afternoon. No, God, please, no. Right. Okay. I still remember the look we gave each other when like they were saying, like, no. let's go oh, one more time and like, there's your no, main event no, for Saudi no, Arabia. No, no. Oh gosh. We were both looking at each other like, uh, no, please, please don't do this. Oh, thank God. All right. Goldberg and Undertaker was bad. At least they had an excuse. One of them was knocked out. <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair and Hulk, both of them were 80. All right. The pre-show. Can we stop putting AJ Styles in the pre-show? Please. Isn't in the pre-show. Yes, this is what it says. Um, the kickoff pre-show is where they're going to do the U.S. title number one contender battle royal. Yeah. Because the winner of that. Oh. <laughs> God dang it! I was I was waiting for that. I was like, yeah, read it, read it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Never mind. I read that wrong. I I misremembered that wrong. Anyway, this crap fest includes. The dude, I don't even... The, who's the 24-7 champion? One of the Singh brothers. Is that the people that ran around with Jinder Mahal? Yes. Okay, so one of the one of the, one of of the the short dudes that one ran around Bollywood with Jinder... Bully, bully, bully! I don't even remember his name. The dude with the, with the weird crap on his face. <laughs> the weird crap on his face. 
Is it paint? Is it a mask? <laughs> he did like no, it's, it's like paint. Like he did vignettes for like two months. Mojo Raleigh? Yes, Mojo Raleigh. I couldn't remember his. I, I can't remember his name. It's one of the Singh brothers, Mojo Raleigh. It's probably both the Singh brothers, to be honest. Uh, I only see one, honestly. Hmm. Um, Eric Rowan, our truth. I don't know Does who that is. Does this turn into a 24-7 title match? Yes. Some random guy. Some random guy you don't know? Yeah. Titus Young, a guy that looks like Neville. Titus Young. <laughs> Titus <laughs> O'Neil. Two guys I don't know. Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Crews. Uh, um, oh, my God. Do you want me to look at this? <laughs> the Australian guy with the red hair. The, uh, Buddy Murphy? Buddy Murphy. <laughs> I'm tired. Andrade, Drake Maverick, Eric Young, who's bald now, Luke Harper, Apollo, or not Apollo Cruz, Cedric Alexander. You already he, said Apollo Cruz, didn't you? Heath Slater, Humberto Carrillo, and Carlito 2.0. I mean, Noe Jose. Um, Why well, don't think anybody really gives a crap. Is I think uh, I think this is either going to be Cedric Alexander for the fifteenth time. To face AJ Styles or Humberto Carrillo. I think it'll be Humberto Carrillo. Because this is the one that's for number one contender for the U.S. title, right? Yes. Yeah, I think it will and should win. Humberto Carrillo. Okay. Yeah, uh, I apologize for being tired and having no idea who half these undercard people are. I'm going to go with Humberto To be fair, the WWE doesn't know who they are either. Oh, here we go. Here's the list. Oh, okay. The guy that I thought was Pac is Brian Kendrick, or that looks like him. Oh, the Brian Kendrick? Yes, the Brian Kendrick. He doesn't look as That thing. is not what Sin Cara looks like. Are you sure that's not Kalista? No, it says Sin Cara. His mask is wrong. Um, Tony Nice. Oh, okay. The people I had no idea who the heck they are. Cruiserweights. Yes, I've, I've never watched 205 Live in my life. Um, because it was Brian Kendrick, Akira Tozawa, and I don't even know which one is Tony Nese. Which one is supposed to be Tony Nese? He's the big guy that looks like he has more abs okay. than he knows well, what to do well, with. Well, you need to see this picture, because is that Tony Nese right there? Because they only show his face and none of the rest of him. That might be. I I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> you, you, you know when you're taking that photo and you get pinched into the back and all they can see is like the top half of your head? Yeah, that's usually me. That's that's what Tony Nese is in this photo. And Mojo Raleigh, too. Yeah, that's usually where I'm at in the pictures. <laughs> is that not a good subscription? Dis- subscription. Description for Mojo, the dude with that crap on his face. That did vignettes for like two months and then came back and didn't do anything. Yeah, because his big return got interrupted by the 24-7 room. <laughs> Mojo Rally, I'm buried again. I'm, I'm on the undercard again. Oops. All right. Now he doesn't we... get buried. He stays buried. <laughs> Who do you think beat? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, just for fun, because I don't think we're going to count this because you can't really properly do it. Korea or AJ Styles. Hmm? So, like, we're assuming the Battle Royal winner. We both agree that it's going to be Humberto Carrillo. Yeah. Who do you think wins, Carrillo or Styles? Styles. I think so, too. I, I think, think it's a good I match think, for I Humberto. I think Willen should because I'm not sure if he's ready yet. And I'll agree with you. 
Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury ruling should because he's undefeated. You have and to. No way. This they... match makes no sense happening. Like you literally had. He has to win. Um, WWE title match: Kane Velasquez versus Brock Lesnar. I don't know, and I don't care. I think Brock in. I guess. I'm going bold here. Oh, are you doing both Brock for who and should? Who, who, no. who and should? Will and should? Well, I don't think either of them should. I guess Kane Velasquez should, but I I don't know. Um, I think Brock will, and I guess Kane should. Although I kind of feel bad with both MMA pe- or both one MMA and one boxing dude winning. I mean, technically, I think Cain Velasquez is signed WWE Superstar now. Good. Well, Fury isn't, right? No. Like he's, he's going just back a to, he, he even says he's going to go back to boxing after this. Okay, so he he's even literally says wrestling a, is a lot harder than boxing. He's literally a mercenary. He's a celebrity, pretty much. Yeah, okay, okay. But, um... Okay, if Velasquez is signed, then I'll say Brock will. I'll stay with Brock will win. I think Kane. I think Kane Velasquez should though. I mean, you're gonna bring him in and then send him against Brock and then immediately have him lose. Then don't bring him in, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the way I see it. Um, UFC used to be on Fox. Yeah. Kane Velasquez was big part of that when it was on Fox. Yes, absolutely. And I believe that you know he's the, like he doesn't have like the obligation to like go anywhere. Like he doesn't have like, oh, I've been on the road too much. I want to go home. I want to stay in my in my in my farm in in Canada and be away from everybody, which is fine. But you know it doesn't make a good champion. I think because of all this. And because Cain Velasquez is basically the same amount of legitimacy as Brock Lesnar, yeah. maybe even more since he actually beat Brock Lesnar. I would say more. Um, I think that he'll be around more. So I think that that would be a better person to represent SmackDown as champion for a bit because he'll be on every week. Yeah. So I think he will and should win. Wow, you're going. Bo- no, I agree with you on the should. But and I, I think, think he will. Good, I think he will win because I think Fox on Fox and is, I think you have good reasoning. But I think your win is pretty bold. Or your will is pretty bold. I think it's bold, but I think Fox understands that they need a champion on their roster, and the unless they unless they consider it more like UFC, where they only defend the title every few months. I think them having that legit person as champion on every week, right, would be good. And SmackDown ratings have been so so. Okay, final match of this card for now. I, I will say I am looking forward to seeing Kane wrestle because um, he's, <coughs> he said he was going to stick to more of the MMA style mm-hmm. for this match, but uh, in AAA he, uh, he he can do Lucha Libre. So, Ooh, that would look really cool. So um, he said he was going to start incorporating more of that as he gets more familiar. That would be very scary. I'm looking forward to that. Um I'm really hoping he. Okay, so he out. could be a legit like superstar, superstar if he can do lucha. Yeah. At that size. I mean, as far as lucha goes, you know, like Kurt Conrana type I stuff. I know. Well, it, it, excuse me. I mean, he's a guy that size with that build doing a hurricane rana would be cool. Yeah. Okay, so 
Seth, the final match on the card for right now. Seth Rollins. Until they again. announced the whole Kogan Rick player. <laughs> right. Uh, Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt. Bray should win, but you know what's going to happen? This match either will not start or they'll call it off. Well, they're not going to do that. So here's what I think. I, I think they will. I think Rollins will win. What I think should happen is they, you know, they beat the crap of each other, you know, number of minutes, you know, like 20 minutes or something. And that match ends with a move where they both fall on top of each other and it's a double count out. So basically, you screw that, the fans either way. I mean, that's how I want, like, if Seth is going to win that way anyway, that's how I want him to win is by him just happen to lay, happen to be in the right place, right time. I think what they ought to do is if you have a match, the Fiend has to win. Or you should pay it back for Hell in a Cell and the Fiend lights Seth Rollins on fire. Like, they have a little house that they make the file Firefly Fun House, and and in Saudi Arabia, the what? fiend commits arson. Well, it might be like 90 degrees there, so it might as well be more than 90 degrees. They had a the temperature thing last time. It was like a, over 100 degrees. <laughs> Triple H standing on the middle rope. God, it's hot here. <laughs> yeah, dummy. I should do it indoors. It's 115 degrees daily. You're in the desert. <laughs> you're in a... You, your promo said, a beautiful city in the desert. What did you expect? Is, was the last one the one that was better than WrestleMania? Yes. No, um, the equivalent, Evan. Come on. Oh. Get your facts right. I'm sorry. God. Um, also... Uh, Real quick, uh, we have to mention Finn Balor turned heel, and I'm very excited. Yeah, very excited about he's, that. He's 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 does the more Prince Devitt way of please and thank you, which I'm I didn't watch a lot, but I've seen some clips. You know, when I was watching things about the Bullet Club, which he didn't do the undisputed era sign, he did the the finger gun shooting. Pew 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 pew. Yeah. So that who would be the American Bullet Club, the WWE Bullet Club? I think the OC and Finn Balor. Okay, then the OC has to come down to NXT, and that's not happening. Oh, you mean the like the NXT version of yeah, the Bullet Club? that's what's going to happen. And it's going to be the Bullet Club versus the Undisputed Era. I honestly don't know. I have to look at the roster and everything. I uh, mean, Pete Dunne would make sense, but not for the Bullet Club. Um, who did they just sign? Didn't they just sign somebody straight from New Japan? Um, they have that guy that likes Back to the Future, but I think he's hurt. Not Tanahashi. Um, God, I thought they just signed a guy from Japan. There was like a a upper mid card name in NJPW. Maybe they bring in the what's their faces, the uh, the Gorillas of Doom. From Tamango t- 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 and Tongo. I don't remember the name. Oh, 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 oh. Um, the original uh, Tamatanga and uh, Bad Luck Fale. Yeah, sure. Are they WWE superstars? No. Oh, you meant like they bring them in eventually. Yeah. Okay. That, uh, I think that... Did they ever turn on Devitt? I don't think they ever turned on Prince Devitt. Trying to remember... 
But I don't think they did, so that could make sense. I just want to make sure. I'm just trying to think whether it makes sense or not. Be- but that would work. Because that would be ex-Bullet Club. The Forgotten Sons? Yeah. They could They could be like the, you know, the, the non-Walter part of Imperium where they're just there. So, all right, well. It, we're at one hour. Yeah, we, but we should also mention that tonight the women's tag team titles will be on the line. Kairi Sane and Asuka, the Kabuki Warriors, against uh, what t- what is it, Team Noni or something? Is it that what they call themselves? The uh, Dakota Kai and uh, oh, uh, Tegan uh, Knox, yeah, who both have had knee surgeries. So they're. I think that'll be a solid match. Yeah, uh, excited to see more Tegan Knox yeah. or Tegan 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 Knox. And, of course, uh, tonight on AEW, uh, they're crowning the first AEW Tag Team Champions. Who's in the final for that? Let me let me look that up real fast before we lock out. I know it's the um, the California people. Best friends? Private party? No, the California people. The, 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 oh, uh, SOC. Yeah. So, whatever that stands for. Southern California. Yeah, Southern California on night or whatever it is. Yeah, um, Kaz, Daniels, and... Daniels is hurt. I, I know the other guy's name, but it's... Anyway, it's a very solid tag team. Well, they really don't publicize this well because I can't find it. Cheesy Pete's. How is it that you can Google? I mean, I know we should know it, but like, how exactly is this that you can't, you can't find this? This is really bad. Uh, this is a really terrible job by them. You know what? Forget it. If they won't even make it available online, not even talk about it. Nice job, AEW. All right. You ready to lock this thing out? Yeah, I guess all right, that's it for this edition of No Marks Allowed. If you would like to listen to any of this or any of our previous podcasts, this is episode number 12, 12 of No Marks Allowed. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, Talk just a little bit longer because I tune think in, almost tune found in. it. There we go. You can find us on TuneIn as well. Thank you very much for listening. And everybody here in Macomb, Have a good night, and wherever you are listening, have a good morning, good afternoon, or a good night, and we will see you, I think we'll see you next week. Yes. Yes, we will see you next week. It is two weeks, and we will have to tape a show, so we will see you next week. Always think your family is prepared for anything, but are they really prepared for an emergency? These are seven ways you and your family can prepare for a home fire. Number one, install.